If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. I'm Rick Tittle. That's handy. It's convenient. And I'll be here for the next three hours, conveniently taking your calls and texts. What number do I text? Actually, I lied about the texting, but you can get in on the email as well. First of all, the phone number, don't write it down, dial it up, 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. 1-800-878-7529. Get you in and get you heard wherever you might happen to be listening on the American uh, Forces Radio Network. That's right, AFN of, FAN of the troops. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. All that stuff uh, as well. We're proud of you and uh, definitely keep up the good work. We're on the web. Who ain't? <laughs> on the web. At uh, Sports Byline, what is it again? Sportsbyline.com. Go there and click Listen Live uh, to uh, hear the programming stream through whatever media device you would like because we're also on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, and Twitch.tv as well. We got high-def cams in here. And uh, just uh, search for Sportsbyline.com. And uh, there we are. If you put in titillating... Then uh, that might come up into something, well, let's just say a little bit funky, Cole Medina. Uh, so we're there as well. Uh, big show, as always. We'll start it off with our friend Dan Goldenberg. He returns to talk about the Call of Duty endowment here, getting ready for Memorial Day weekend. Salesporttalk.com checks in at 940 on Tuesdays. They'll do so again. Uh, director, executive producer Julian P. Hobbs on the New Max, as they call it, no longer HBO Max, How to Create a Sex Scandal. NASCAR driver and Survivor Season 26 participant Julia Landauer and Chilean martial arts action star Marco Zoror from John Wick will join us. we got a big show. Come on back on Byline.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of American Forces, it's always great when we're joined by a veteran, Dan Goldenberg, and he is here on behalf of the Call of Duty Endowment. And we've talked about this before. Yes, it is an amazing gaming franchise, but also what the endowment does 
is it helps get veterans jobs and meaningful jobs with real cash. Dan, welcome back to the show. As it is Memorial Day weekend, for you, uh, you know, an extra, there's always an extra bit of attention, but I guess we want people to pay attention throughout the whole year, don't we? Yeah, Rick, and thanks for having me back and, and your commitment to, to veterans. It's, it's wonderful. Um, yeah, you know, we, we, we have a great opportunity here in May with Military Appreciation Month. Obviously, as we move towards Memorial Day, we want the attention to be on remembering the fallen. But across the month, our focus this year has been particularly focusing on women veterans. Um, we've learned that um, six months after leaving the service, women veterans are twice as likely to be unemployed as male veterans. And if they're women veterans of color, they're three times likely to be unemployed. So this month we took a particular focus on that. We issued a policy paper about it with, you know, outlining the problem and talking about some of our recommendations about how to, how to improve the situation. Uh, but we think, you know, having a full month to talk about this in important, serious ways, but also fun ways. We have our Valkyrie pack that we just launched in the game, in Call of Duty, uh, as a way, again, to bring attention to women warriors and, uh, you know, in a fun way, but also very seriously um, call attention to this employment challenge they face. Well, as we know, the federal government tries to place people, but you guys do it at a much more cost-effective way. How are you so effective in that manner? Yeah, Rick, I'm so glad you brought that up. So our as of last year, um, we were funding the placement of veterans at one-thirteenth the cost of the Department of Labor. So we're 13 times more effective, cost-effective, but much more importantly, we get better outcomes, too, in terms of the average starting salary uh, of veterans, which is north of $70,000 right now. Um, the the, the six-month and, uh, six and 12-month retention rates and the percent of those jobs that are for full-time work. So it's not just about any jobs, it's about high-quality jobs. And, and what's different is, you know, the government puts the same amount every year into this effort, um, but interestingly, less and less vets are being placed with that same money because they have a very static, calcified system to help. We have a very dynamic system. We work with the best, the proven best nonprofits in the country. We, we evaluate them on a quarterly basis, and if they hit their commitments to place vets in quality jobs, we, we fund them again. Um, and uh, we partner with Deloitte to assess these organizations, and it's been incredibly effective. Um, there's eight organizations in the U.S. and two in the U.K., uh, and they just do it really well. They're flexible. They adjust to the market. They adjust to the changing needs of veterans, and they get better all the time. They're, they're all constant improvement organizations. And um, the other thing I'll say is any veteran who needs help should go to these organizations and, and never pay a dime for, for any support in terms of things like resume preparation or interview practice. Um, those are the two functions, by the way, that these organizations are exceptional at. They're also the two things that any veteran, um, if they focus on getting professional help preparing your resume and professional help practicing interviews, they're two to three times more likely to land a high-quality job. And veterans should never, ever pay for that. They should just go to our site um, click on the Veteran Support tab, and we'll connect them with these services. Yeah, no, that's really amazing. I know you guys also are taking a little bit of a, um, a more special look at medics, which, of course, in the Army and the uh, Air Force and, of course, the Marines and the Navy, they're, they're corpsmen. What, what about our um, medical vets? Yeah, I mean, a shocking thing, Rick, we learned during the pandemic was half of former medics and corpsmen and, and Air Force med techs who want to get into the civilian healthcare industry, couldn't get jobs there. So we know in almost any MLS 
about half the folks who served in it. They don't want to continue working in that realm, but half do. And when, when, you know, this was in the middle of the pandemic, we were learning that half who wanted to continue in the medical profession, the time when we desperately needed them, um, were being confronted with red tape that prevented them from getting in, even at the basic level as EMTs, which every one of them is qualified to do based off their initial training. Um, so we're, we've been working um, for, for more than a year now uh, with a number of states to change their licensure requirements to make it easier. Um, there's really only three things any former medic or corpsman or med tech should need. One is a current EMT, National EMT Registry Certification, a DD-214 proving they served in that, that, that MOS, and a, and a state-level background check. That's it. Every one of them with those three things should be able to serve as, as an EMT, the most basic level. And we know most of those folks have much more advanced training and can do much more. Um, my, my Naval Academy roommate literally saved my life. He was a Navy corpsman. Woke up one night, could not breathe. And, uh, you know, he was a ripe old age of 20. And, uh, but, but he'd learned so much as a, in, in three years as a corpsman where, where he could do that. He'd been a med tech. I'm sorry. He'd been a, uh, an x-ray tech. He'd been a field medic with the Marines. Uh, he'd done so much. And so I have personal experience with how skilled these folks are. That's uh, amazing. And the other thing, we've talked about this before, is that, you know, veterans are the toughest of the tough, and uh, they're taught to be resilient and, and get things done on their own. And it's hard sometimes for them to reach out, and they think like it's an admission of weakness or something, and it's not. So what, what is it when you tell people, like, look, you know, we'll help you get a job. There's nothing embarrassing about it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there, there's some behaviors that have to change for veterans. We, we generally, as a group, don't like to brag on ourselves. You know, the, there's no I in team is, is, is something that probably didn't come from sports but came from the military. But the fact of the matter is when you're trying to get a job, you have to sell yourself. And that's a habit that you can that can be changed, but you need sort of hands-on coaching to do it, to understand that, you know, a resume just isn't simply a dump of everything you did in the military. It has to be translated. It has to be made applicable to what employers want. And you need help, and it's okay to ask for that. You're, you literally have no expertise. It doesn't matter if you were in for four years or 40. You, you're probably applying for a civilian job for the very first time, and you need help. There's no shame in it. And honestly, we find that once veterans get that help, they're pretty good to go for future jobs. They don't generally need that help in the future because they, they, they only get the help. They learn how to do it themselves uh, and, and they can help their fellow that. So um, and again, the outcomes are so much better. If you get that resume prep help from a professional and interview practice help, you're, you're in total three times more likely to get the job you want, a high quality job that pays a living wage that comes with benefits that you're likely to stick with because it's a good fit. Yeah, that's my final question is that these jobs, as I said, they're averaging around 60K starting salary, and it's not just flipping we're burgers. We're 70K now, Rick. Wow. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, we, we, and we're now up to having funded the placement of 118,000 bets, so more than half the size of the Marine Corps. So, yeah, we're, our, our grantees, this is what I was telling you earlier, they continue to get better all the time. No, it's fascinating. And that's the thing, too, is our veterans are uh, trained to do more than just, you know, fix the thermo extension valve on a submarine. I mean, you guys <laughs> you guys are well, well more trained than, uh, than you've ever been, way more educated. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's not just the hard skills, which are sometimes really applicable and sometimes not, but the soft skills, you know, how many 22-year-olds have led – eight to 12 people in a stressful situation over months or, or, or years. 
have been responsible for millions of dollars of equipment, um, have had to work in foreign countries and, 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 you know, coexist with different cultures. These are all really valuable things that, um, you know, a friend of mine said, a fellow vet said, you know, companies hire on skills, but they fire on values. And, you know, the kind of people have the values of integrity, of, you know, learning to work with, across cultures, of, of hard work and dedication. These are all things you'll find in, in veterans and trustworthiness, et cetera. So, um, again, the hard skills are awesome, and sometimes they fit, sometimes they don't. But the soft skills, really hard to find that in someone uh, who's so young coming, you know, not w- without a military background. Um, so, it, it, and we find employers really value it. Yeah, it's amazing work, what you guys are doing. We've been speaking with the executive director of the Call of Duty Endowment. Once again, it's Dan Goldenberg, and you can find out more at calofdutyendowment.org, especially around here. We're in the Memorial Day weekend. Dan, thank you so much for your time, and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you, Rick. I really appreciate it. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. 
Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 thank you for that. Welcome back to this show. Coming up in the next segment, it'll be 940, and that's when we check in with uh, our friends from SalesportsTalk.com. So the Nuggets, the Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals. And... It's uh, it's deserved once you get swept. And LeBron is 38 years old. He <clears throat> technically played the entire game yesterday. Scored 40 despite a nagging foot injury. He averaged 29 points a game in the regular season. It ended his 20th year in the NBA. Only... Two players have played more games than LeBron James, if you in, in, include the playoffs, and of course no one scored more points. He's accomplished just about more than any other player in history, and he remains so good after two decades that he's never felt the need to address the possibility of retirement until a fairly cryptic message yesterday. He said after the game, quote, I got a lot to think about just personally with me moving forward with the game of basketball. I got a lot to think about. Now, that doesn't mean he's retiring. He's not doing a Kobe thing, God rest his soul, who used to always say, I think I'll retire. I'm like, no, 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 please. He's like, all right, I'll come back then. But he already talked about how his son, Bronny, he wants to play with him, so he'd have to do one more year and then get a one and done. But it's up for interpretation. ESPN's Dave McMenamin spoke to LeBron James afterwards. He said, did McMenamin, when you say you've got a lot to, a lot to think about stuff, what thread should we pulling on that? And LeBron said, um, well, if I want to continue to play. And then the question was, as in next year, LeBron answered, yeah. And then McMenamin said, you would walk away. And LeBron said, I got to think about it. Well, LeBron just signed a contract extension, so leaving would 
mean he'd have $50 million on the table, but as I was saying yesterday, he got a $700 million check just for being an investor in Beats and doing some commercials there. He's already a billionaire. But, as I said, Bronny, his son, who I guess is LeBron James Jr., I don't know. So he's Bronny. He's going to USC. He's staying in town. USC has had some very good basketball players over the year, but, uh, you know, they're not really a basketball power. Why would he go to USC? Because his dad's in town. You would think he'd go to UCLA for that. But, (laughs) uh, now, and LeBron said, I'm going to play two more years, and I'm going to play with uh, Bronny. Now, it might be a while for the Lakers and their fans to find out exactly what's going on. He sort of alluded that he needed foot surgery. And if he gets it, he'll miss the beginning of next year. Also being that he's, you know, almost 40, it takes longer to recover. And there's frustration that comes with that, of course. But he just led his team, not single-handedly, because he had the unibrow, but he did lead his team to the Western Conference Finals. They got swept. Now, that proves like he had anything to prove, but he's more than capable of competing for another championship. I just think he's frustrated at the fact that he got swept. It's a long year. He's been in the playoffs. I mean, I know when the Lakers missed, like the year before the bubble. But other than that, they've been he's been in the playoffs basically every year of his life <laughs> in the NBA. And the sting of getting clowned. Look, I remember when Argentina lost to Germany in the World Cup in Brazil. Messi's like, I, I, I can't do it anymore. I retire. And then the next World Cup, Messi's like, I can't do it anymore. I retire. And they go, do one more, and they win the World Cup. So I think that's what this is, is that it's just LeBron who is super frustrated right now. Now, Carmelo did retire yesterday, but that was a long time coming. He didn't even play at all. And he was the second-to-last player from that legendary 2003 class to retire. LeBron James did play the day Carmelo retired. And do you know how much rest he had last night? 4.3 seconds. <laughs> that means he played 40... minutes. So, I mean, ending the season was, of course, disappointing. But, you know, nothing lasts forever. Everything is temporary. And, you know, um, James said in January, he goes, I'm going to be in this league for a few more years and talked about playing with Bronny. And as I said, that contract extension was hasn't even kicked in yet. But when he was saying all that in January, he hadn't hurt his foot yet. And 
apparently he's going to get an, e- an MRI. <clears throat> and if you think about him missing part of the season, apparently it'll be a sizable chunk. That's just what they said, quote unquote. Actually, the quote was meaningful chunk. So if you think about whether the Lakers knew this was a possibility or not, I, I know. But they did acquire five players who are all 26 years old or younger. D'Lo, or D, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Rui Hachimura, Mo Bamba, and Jared Vanderbilt. I thought Mo Bamba was young, uh, older than that. Austin Reeves, the Kobe of the Ozarks, is 24. And then that kid who came in in garbage time, Max Christie, they like him, but he's only 20. And so that group, alongside Anthony Davis, had the Lakers go 8-5 and five when LeBron missed 13 games. And they wouldn't have made the playoffs without that stretch. But the playoffs are never the goal with the Lakers. It's like the Yankees. It's all about banners. And they almost certainly uh, wouldn't have got this far without him. But to pivot on without them, I mean, if he retires... They would probably place them on what's called, the NBA has so many uh, loopholes in their laws there, voluntarily retired. So what that does is it wipes his salaries off the books, but it keeps his rights. It's almost like a weird reserve clause almost. And that approach would prevent him from returning to the league for one year unless he gets the unanimous approval of NBA owners. And then... That's a way to generate artificial space and re-sign him cheaper. So that's one thing he can do is voluntarily retire, miss the first whatever quarter of the season with his foot, get healthy, and then come back at age 40 to play with his son. Now, you might say, well, Bronny, wherever he gets drafted, how is LeBron going to be on that team? Because he will. (laughs) Because he runs the NBA. If he gets drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, you will either see the Hawks trade him to the Lakers or you will see the Lakers trade LeBron to the Hawks. It's just that's what's going to happen. So here's the other thing. The Lakers, the year Le- uh, Bronny comes out next year, their first-round pick belongs to the Pelicans. But they have the right to defer. That means the Pelicans will get a big, fat juicy, huge check to defer, and everybody will say, let them draft Bronny. And here's the thing. From what I have seen and heard, Bronny is not a lottery pick. So it's not like his son is Zion, and you got to have him. But there have already people in L.A. talking about bringing in Harding or Irving. Can you imagine losing LeBron and bringing in those guys? That's not. That's like somebody taking your G.I. Joe and then giving you a raggedy Andy. That's ah, a doll. Same thing. That was my example at the time when the Raiders left and we gave us the Invaders. I said, this is like someone taking my G.I. Joe and giving me a raggedy Andy. I coined that in 1982 or whatever. But, listen, the Lakers know what a star, star power one guy can have. I mean, they spent five years lost in the wilderness when Kobe tore his Achilles. And LeBron came in and rescued them after that. All right, let's come back and do a little sailing on the other side. I wonder if they 
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk with an update on our team's training for America's Cup. Emirates Team New Zealand had a jib peel off the force day to swing back towards the port pods. Pete Burling breaks down the incident. Yeah, we're not quite sure why that let go, but um, yeah, for us it's, it's all part of learning. You know, we're uh, kind of really obviously wanting to, to push the gear, push things hard, and um, yeah, it's, it's obviously unfortunate that it, that it broke, but you know, we we're obviously lucky that it didn't hit anyone on the way back. and. Um, yeah, pretty happy that uh, we could get it down, get, it, get everything else down and uh, get the boat back in one piece. But uh, it's even nice to have a bang quite that big, but um, yeah, obviously happy to do it early on in the campaign. Anios Britannia team flight controller Luke Parkinson reports on their training. Today we had a bit of a traditional sea breeze sort of thing fill in. Um, we went out there reasonably early, so you know we saw everything from five knots and then building up to even 18 and, and then settling back down as, as the day concluded. Um, it was pretty nice, so we went out there, started off with just a few little takeoffs and practicing a few little techniques and um, just seeing, you know, what is the bottom end we can sort of take off and, and playing around. Doug DeVos of New York Yacht Club American Magic gives his appraisal of where the team are as they prepare to decamp for Barcelona for the rest of America's Cup campaign. Well, it was great once the wind came in, you know, the first part was a little light, you know, searching for the wind, trying to figure out if we could, you know, how to get the boat out in uh, lighter conditions. Uh, got a little bit more breeze, and so therefore we got the got the boat rolling a little bit. We're able to, uh, you know, do our normal testing of, you know, different angles, uh, upwind and downwind, um, in the maneuvers. I think we spent a lot of time on the maneuvers, really trying to figure out how to go in and out of them a little bit better with the 40, uh, that we, uh, you know, you're always trying to learn. These are really great new boats. Um, but trying to figure out you know, how to really maximize this boat and how to really get the performance out of it and then make sure we're connecting the performance of this boat for what we can do with the 75 ultimately. Luna Rossa Prada Pirelli have had a month training out of Calgary in near perfect conditions. Uh, wind was good and we are looking for waves and uh, we are not missing the occasion. So uh, we have been a few very good days of sailing so far and uh, we keep rolling on that. Uh, obviously, keeping uh, up with uh, the sailing boat uh, and the chest cut on the, on the support boat is not that easy, and, but it's uh, what we need to do and what we need to learn. It has been non-stop with the Swiss in April, who completed 14 days on the water and welcomed back Boat Zero, the team's AC-75, after significant repairs to the rudder tower after a failure in March. Max boat speed, um, I'm not sure exactly, but for sure uh, over 45 knots. Trials for the Youth and Women's America's Cup teams for the Orient Express team were conducted in April. This is Karen Lell of Salesport Talk with an update on America's Cup. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is 9.40 on a Tuesday. This is when we talk to our friends over at salesporttalk.com. And uh, joining us to co-host this segment with me is Karen Lyle, back from uh, Old England, and she had a great time with the coronation. We'll hear more about that. But uh, first of all, Karen, uh, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing just great, Rick. Um, Have had an absolutely marvelous time uh, 
they're watching the plane flyovers and and having the opportunity to be just a few blocks from the Buckingham Palace at the In-N-Out Club for the coronation. It was pretty amazing. Well, next week we should just do a segment with all the stories. But today we are quite happy to be joined on the line by Godfrey Morris, MBE, and uh, has served uh, over 20 years in the King's Troop Royal Horse Artillery Godfrey, welcome to the show. MBE, very impressive. Did you get suited and booted, speaking of Buckingham Palace, when you went there for that? Hi, Eric. Uh, hi, Karen. Um, thanks for having me on. Yes, I, I, I did um, get suited and booted in, in, in military uh, regalia, I should say. So I was in uniform. And actually, my investiture um, was taking place at uh, Windsor Castle. A very marvelous experience. And Godfrey, we had a chance to meet on your very last day at the King's Troop. And you spent a day with me taking me around to see the saddlery, to see the horses in training, to meet several of the chargers and other horses in the lines, and also to look in the tailor shop. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your experience? Well, I should say, what is it that the King's Troop does during the rest of the time when they're not doing ceremonies to prepare for the ceremonies and events that they do? Um, good question, Karen. Um, I, I think the, the, the King's Troop is always on the go and it's pretty much going around a, a, a cycle. So when we're not out um, on ceremonial duties, we are getting ready to do ceremonial duties. So we're training the soldiers, the horses, you know, practicing you know, your riding skills. And in the meantime, also getting the horses ready. We've got horses coming in that need to be trained to get used to the musical drive that we do, to get used to the uniform and to... And in the meantime, the soldiers riding them, getting their skills up. So it's a, it's a cycle that goes around and round. And we are, you're just always preparing for the next event. Yeah, and I know after World War II, when basically horse-drawn artillery became uh, anachronistic, that His Majesty George VI said, let's keep one for ceremonial purposes. So you guys, what do you pull, like a 13-pounder, like World War I era? Exactly, yes. So the, when the army became mechanized, um, King George VI decided um, that we should that they should um, a, a battery, a saluting battery, so it should remain to to carry out um, ceremonial duties um, for the royal family. And hence the 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 I said the riding troop was formed as it was then in, in 1946. And when King George VI visited um, the King's Troop in 19, October 1947, he changed the name to the to the King's Troop as it was the riding troop before that. And when his daughter ascended the throne, she kept the name in respect of her dad. So he was always known as the King's Troop. And then carrying on from there, the, the King's Troop forever since, well, its first time out, was to carry the coffin of King George VI from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Hall. So there was a fitting tribute straight away. And then from there on, the King's Troop is always involved in the great, you know, ceremony of state, you know, for royal anniversaries and state occasion. 
So, for example, you know, we've got 1997, they carried a coffin of Princess Diana. They also carried a Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. And then we've got the late Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. And they're also, obviously, more lately, the late Queen Elizabeth herself. And we also was in parade for the Platinum Jubilee. And even the most recent of all was for the King's coronation. And going back a field, we've had state visits. So, for example, the last three presidents of the U.S. has um, visited London. So we had President Bush, I think we had President Obama and President Trump. They hold out a, a state visit and the King's Troop would fire a 41-gun salute to, to in, in, in respect of them ahead of state visiting. The thing I like about it, too, is that it's, you know, male and female in the troop. And I love your uniforms. They sort of harken back to uh, almost like the Crimean War days, don't they? Yeah, yeah yes, in, in effect, it is. Um, there has been, you know, sort of um, alteration over the years. But, you know, it, 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 that, that uniform was built as a part of, of a something more to protect you, like an armor. In, in essence, to to, to protect um, the your your your, your torso, and then from there on, it's being modernised ever so slightly because we doesn't re, we not under that threat anymore. But the the the, the details are still there, showing what it, the, the 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 actual purpose was there and then. I remember the master tailor showing me the the uniform up close and handling it. It's very thick, and I can see. That that it is very much like an armor for for that early artillery at that at that imagine you know it's it's quite meticulous the workmanship and I think that's one of the things that the King's Troop seems to carry forward is this tradition of precision and um, care and then you as a master saddler tell us a little bit about the role of the master saddler in the King's Troop. Uh, well, uh, it's it's quite an exciting job. The, the master saddler, uh, the king's troop. Your first and foremost is to is to provide uh, the the saddlery service that the 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 unit needs to deliver its um, ceremonial commitment. So, looking after all the saddles, you know, but there's also bridles, you know, the harness, and everything that goes within that. So, you're looking at probably roughly 130 horses there, and Every horse has got its own bridle fitted to it and make sure that it's ready to go. They've got two sets. So there is one that you're practicing and there's another set that you go out only on, 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 on ceremonial parades. So you make sure all, all that is ready and that it's safe to deliver its job. On the other hand, also your job is to make sure that the, the trade is secure within the unit for future generations to come. So the training... And development of saddlers or apprentices, as you, you should say, that's meant to come up with a plan to make sure that the knowledge is passed down to the next generation and also to make sure that the unit is isn't complying to regulations and kept up to date with the latest um, technologies that's coming through and make sure that you, we are current and, and competent in, in what we do. Equally, there's also a job that you ride and parade as well. So you're not just there as a saddler. You know, you 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 ride and parade and and, and take part in 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 active ceremonial duties. Also, uh, I know you're from Jamaica, and I was wondering, 
you know, with the great, uh, you know, cricket uh, pedigree of the Windies and also with football with the, the reggae boys, are you a fan? Like if, if Jamaica played the three Lions at the World Cup, who would you root for? <laughs> Well, Jamaica is always going to be close to my my heart, so uh, you know I, I, I would I would I would root for Jamaica, but you know if if, if that chance does 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 come up, oftentimes you're on the losing side of it, so <laughs> you sort of learn to to manage your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so we had an opportunity to attend a marvelous dinner in the Saddlery Guild historic building that is in the square mile of uh, downtown London. And can you tell us, you are a freeman of that guild, and you also introduced me to the master saddler of the, the King's Horse. Tell us a little bit about the people who are part of the, the guild. And this guild has been there since, I think, 1160 A.D. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. So the, 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 the worshipful, worshipful Company of Saddlers um, is just one of the livery companies. Dated, you know, goes back to so they've got documents written in parchment that goes back to between 1160 and 1193. So, you know, that's, and there is evidence that it was probably there during the Anglo Saxon times. So, you know, we, we, we're sort of going back a far way back here. And I know myself, myself being a, 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 a delivery man, you know, and which is a medieval term for someone who was allowed to own property. You know, you weren't you weren't held by the feudal lord at the time, and also have the privilege such as um, earn money. So that was what a liveryman would have been is in the city of London, then when when you were allowed to trade. Final Fast question. Yeah, final question Go for ahead. you. I know that you guys um, and the troop is located in Woolwich, which is where they used to have the the Royal Arsenal and where the the soccer team originated. But I know now it's kind of a trendy sort of farmer's market, lots of new pubs. How have you seen Woolwich changed over the years? Well, it's certainly modernized. And and, and as as you mentioned, that it was was the Arsenal. And just on the end of Woolwich, you got the River Thames. So it was a natural route for the bombers coming through from Germany follow the Thames and that was you know you didn't need a map for that the Thames lead you right in the centre of London so Woolwich sort of took a pounding during the Blitz but you know on, on the flip side of it Woolwich has, uh, has evolved over the years now you know it's very modernised you've got the latest um, transportation system you know you could be in, in London central London within 15 minutes so that's that's come along quite well and also you know, in 2012, Woolwich played a part in hosting the the, 20, the, the Olympic Games, so that sort of brought a lot of a, a new audience to 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 Woolwich. So it's it's definitely on the up, uh, I think, and it's got a fair way to go. There he is, Godfrey Morris, member of the British Empire, and uh, over two decades in the King's Troop Royal Horse Artillery. Thank you so much for coming on our show today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you, Godfrey. It was great to talk to you. You're very welcome. And Karen, next week, I'm telling you, we need a full segment of just coronation stories. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a good plan. We'll, <laughs> we'll work on it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming by again. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back right here on Byline.
Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show as we wrap up our number one of three. We've got a uh, film director coming up the next hour. Also, Julia Landauer, NASCAR driver and survivor. She now has a new podcast. No, not the Holocaust. 
uh, the show Survivor. Apparently, Glenn Kuyper, the voice of the A's on TV, is going to be fired or was fired. This is, I haven't seen anything official, but this is what came out yesterday on the news. Glenn Kuyper, in the uh, pregame show for the A's at Royals on May 5th, was talking about how exciting it was to go to the uh, Negro Museum uh, Hall of Fame and he said, uh, he accidentally slipped and said the uh, the N-word instead of Negro. And they suspended him, and now he is uh, fired. All right, he is officially fired. Okay. Um, people who talk for a living, which is me, uh, an unintended slip of the tongue should not cost me my job. Um, people who say, well, it slipped out, so you must say it every day. Um that's a bunch of horse hockey. Uh, any word could come out of my mouth that I've never heard before if I slip up, uh, have a slip of the tongue. He profusely apologized to the the president of the, I'm almost afraid to say Negro League now. <laughs> I just, I can stop myself. Not that I would ever say the other thing, but the president of the museum accepted his apology. He said it's terrible. He got fired. Uh, Dave Stewart said, I've known him forever. He's not racist. Dallas Braden said, I didn't even catch it at the time until he apologized. Someone was in my ear, his broadcast partner. But Glenn's a good guy, and it just shows you how stupid our country is right now. You're taking the teeth out of racism. Racism is when you literally treat people differently because of their ethnicity or the color of their skin. You're not getting rid of a racist when someone has a slip of the tongue, but that just shows you how stupid in this area. I'm proud to be American. I don't want to live anywhere else, but this is one of the stupidest things we have in America right now. You literally could have an unintended slip of the tongue and that's it. Career over. Right. I'm Rick Tittle. We got two more hours. Come on back on sports violin. USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. Productive is the word President Biden used to describe his meeting with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy yesterday. But today, McCarthy's telling Republican colleagues they are nowhere close to agreeing on a budget and debt ceiling deal. Speaking to reporters after that closed door meeting, McCarthy said he still believes there is a deal to be done despite the president's delays. 97 days the president didn't want to meet. So, I mean, we're trying to condense everything in a short time frame. The House passed the bill, the Senate never passed one. So now it's more difficult than you, what else do you have to negotiate um, from a lot of different perspectives. But we can still finish in time. In time being June 1st when the Treasury Department believes the U.S. could begin defaulting on its debts. A 19-year-old from suburban St. Louis is, according to the Secret Service, the person who crashed a U-Haul truck into barricades at Lafayette Park across from the White House last night. He's under arrest and will face a long list of federal charges. 
The Memorial Day weekend's approaching, and it could be one for the record books when it comes to holiday travel. NBC correspondent Maggie Vespa at Chicago's O'Hare Airport says everyone is trying to prepare. Airlines trying to keep their staffing levels high, and in particular, American and Delta just struck new deals, they say, with their pilots. So a lot of that travel chaos that we saw last summer, especially tied to Memorial Day weekend, they say they hope they can avoid that this year, and they say all signs are pointing to a much smoother holiday weekend. Also, the TSA is trying to increase its staffing levels, and it's giving its people raises starting next month. Have we seen the last of LeBron James on a basketball court? In the moments after his Lakers were swept out of the NBA playoffs, he said it's possible. I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. Just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. James has often said he wants to one day play pro ball with his oldest son, Bronny. But that would be at least two years out. Bronny will play this fall for USC. This is USA News. Texting rules you and recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. <sighs> Leaving for the gym so early? I'm ready to go. Since you started taking Nugenics Total Tea, you've been acting like when we met in our 20s. I feel like myself again. Lower testosterone after turning 40 slowed me down. Nugenics Total Tea has been a game changer for me. What is it about Nugenics Total Tea that's different? Well, it's a patented key ingredient called Testofen. It boosts free and total testosterone to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. It's backed by five clinical studies. I I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. I'm so glad I sent them a text for my complimentary bottle. Text PRIDE to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now and we'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat burner ever. Absolutely free. Text PRIDE to 321321. That's PRIDE to 321321. It's still smoke, and it's still in your lungs, but a new study from UCLA finds that smoke from marijuana is not as bad for your lungs as smoke from tobacco. The researchers tracked subjects for four years and now believe that one of the big risks from tobacco, COPD, is not connected with smoking marijuana. A Chicago high school teacher is off the job for now, pending an investigation into a February incident in which a student says the teacher threatened her with a gun right in the classroom. She had, like, her finger on the trigger and pulled it out of her book bag. In school? Yes, in class. Student Emily Lozano's uncle filed the police report. The digital money exchange service Venmo is rolling out a new service aimed at teens, and the experts are telling parents to be careful. I see a lot more potential cases where teens step into a transaction they didn't authorize, and then having to really dispute that is an uphill battle sometimes with banks. That's Jason Meza with the Better Business Bureau. He says the new Venmo account for teens do come with safeguards, but they're only as safe as parents' vigilance. Somebody could be mimicking a real person or a service company, so really watch when you open up these accounts. Meza says that means continuing to pay close attention to every transaction your kid makes. The messaging service WhatsApp will be rolling out a new edit feature. You'll be able to change a message, as you can with Facebook, but only for 15 minutes after you send it. WhatsApp and Facebook are co-owned by Meta. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. 
Check out Behind the Barrier. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. He's <clears throat> talking about Glenn Kuyper being fired. He put out a statement. Monday morning, I was informed by an NBC executive that after a 20-year broadcasting career with Oakland X, my contract was terminated effective immediately. My termination was due to the unintentional use of an offensive word on the air during the May 5 pregame show. On the day, I chose to spend my personal time by educating myself and learning more about MLB's history by going to the Negro League Museum. I spent nearly three hours there in an effort to better understand and more deeply appreciate the difficulties and social barriers African-American players endured in MLB's early years. When the subject of the museum visit came up during the pregame show, I was excited and eager to share what I had done in the day. In my excitement, I rushed through the word Negro, resulting in my very unfortunate mispronunciation. I sincerely apologize to everyone who was hurt by this. It was a terrible but honest mispronunciation. I take full responsibility. Please know racism is no way a part of me. Never has been and never will be. I appreciate the Negro League Museum president, Bob Kendrick, and Oakland A's great Dave Stewart's public support of me in light of this. I am an honest, caring, kind, honorable, respectful husband and father who would never utter a disparaging word about anybody. Those who know me best know this about me. I wish the Oakland A's and NBC Sports would have taken into consideration my 20-year career, my solid reputation, integrity, and character. But in this environment, traits like integrity and character are no longer considered. I will always have a hard time understanding how one mistake in a 20-year broadcasting career is cause for termination, but I know something better in my future. But I know something better is in my future. I love the game of baseball, and I love being a broadcaster, and I love the Bay Area community. I hope I'll be remembered for that. Thank you to all my family and friends, and the great A's fans that have shown me their support. Meanwhile, in the Bay Area, Tim Kawakami of The Athletics said in Twitter, no one did this to Glenn Kuyper. Did it to himself. His job is to speak on television. If you can't avoid saying racial slurs when you're on TV, then you probably won't be on TV for long. Thanks, Tim. (laughs) That's Tim Kawakami for you right there. All right, let's move on to our number two. Come on back on Byline. 
If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. Thank you for that. Coming up in the next segment, we will have uh, filmmakers Julian P. Hobbs and Ellie Hakami. They have a uh, new uh, documentary on Max. HBO Max is uh, now called Max, (laughs) which is uh, honestly, I don't know. That's kind of weird, but it's called How to Create a Sex Scandal. That will be uh, coming up next.
Speaking of sex scandals, no, I'm just kidding. Let's go to our friend uh, Chris, who's in Oakland. How you doing, Chris? Man, I wish I had a sex scandal, Rick. That'd be fantastic. Um, sit in my wife. I want to thank you. I mean, sorry to call you two days in a row. I mean, I I'm you can just, call uh, me whenever you want, man. There's no limit. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I really, you know, my wife's sitting next to me. Um, she took the off of work, but uh, uh, we really appreciate all the travel tips yesterday on on going to uh, London, England, and. You know, I told it, and she actually had a lot of the stuff you suggested. She'd already had figured out because she's a lot smarter than I am. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, as most women are, but uh, I wanted to, the Glenn Kuyper thing really has me just riled up. Um, I think that the A's should not. Your former colleague uh, Damon Bruce had a nice tweet yesterday, uh, and and like some repartee with the other uh, folks um, that you know. Hey, man, you know, and I, and I liked your, what you read about Glenn. And again, you're in the media. I'm not, so I could probably say stuff that you can't say, but. I just, it, man, it was a mistake. It was a, you know, and, and I'm a white guy. I get it, you know, I get it. But nobody, nobody watched this, right? Nobody saw this live. I, I actually watched that game. I didn't, you know, I didn't see it live and stuff like that. And for them to just, you know, throw 20 years away just because he made a mistake, you know, that's, I, I'm still, still, you know, upset about it. I, um, there was a, um, a viral thing over the weekend where somebody was in a road rage incident, choose the word a bunch of times. I mean, that's one thing, but. You know, this is, a, in my opinion, was an honest mistake. I don't know. And, and he's not going to be able to get another job, right? I mean, who's going to hire him after this thing, right? Yeah. No, I may be in West Virginia because they were okay with the uh, <laughs> the homosexual uh, epithet, so I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, it's frustrating. I feel bad for him. You know, and it's obviously his famous, you know, much more famous brother with the Giants. I don't know if his brother's released a statement. I haven't seen it, but... It's it's you know my business partner's from Racine, Wisconsin. You know they're not, you know it's a great part of the world. Um, I know Glenn's from, and I just wish him the best, man. It's just what did Damon it's say? Unfortunate. Well, Damon basically like, hey, you know this to to throw you know give him suspend him, give him sensitivity training, do all that kind of stuff, which I would agree. We all need that, man. We we all need that kind of stuff. But just to fire him for you know mis mis misspoken um, stuff. So I. I agree with that too. Again, we're white guys talking, you know, so I get it. But at the same time, you know, he, he didn't use it in malice. He was talking about an event. He just, you know, he, you just he's read his uh, thing. He spent three hours, you know, at the event, and um, it's I don't know, man. It's just it rubs me the wrong way that the A's basically. Damon said the A's have made another bad decision in the long line of bad decisions the A's are making. You know, mm-hmm. you saw last night, got our butts kicked, eleven to two, and just. It's a disaster, man. We're on that, like like I told you yesterday, right? And again, I'm calling two days in a row. Yesterday, you know, the A's are on a uh, path worse than the 62 Mets, and it's just frustrating and all the nonsense going on, you know, um, with this day, Vegas deal and just, you know, on the field. It's, it's terrible. So we may have, this, we may have, so obviously Estre Ruiz at this point is going to be our lone representative at the All-Star game. Um, and I like Rooker. You know, you and I talked at the beginning of the season. Rooker, we didn't know who he was, but he's had, you know, he's down the past week or so, but he's, he's been good. But come on, man, it's 7.7 ERA for team pitching is a disaster. The kid from uh, Japan has not panned out, and he Oof. gave another three runs yesterday. It's, it's, it's just a, ah. And, again, they're not going to fire Kotze because how would you, how could you, you know, he has nothing to work with. But. Right. You know, it just, just anyway, I'm, I'm saying the same things over and over again. It's just frustrating. Like, like the fact the Lakers got bounced yesterday. I hate the Lakers, my, you know, with the Broncos and the Yankees, my three worst teams. So that was good to see. Um, and all my Laker friends got real quiet all of a sudden after whooping the Warriors. So there we go. All right, man. I've already taken more time and brought your show to screeching halt as usual. Um, <laughs> but uh, again, thanks for the London tips. I'll keep the sex scandals out. And, uh, you know, sorry about Glenn Kuyper. 
Yeah. No, Chris, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. And um, <clears throat> look, there's, to me, the the way we are now in our society where everyone is so panicked and then there are people who will jump on you if you make a mistake uh, like that. And, you know, obviously I think if, if Glenn Kuyper went on TV and said the N-word and, and meant it, then he should be fired, you know, just as if he said something else that was highly offensive. But, you know, when you a slip of the tongue should should not be it <clears throat> but people are panicked to avoid any sort of um backlash when it comes to PR and revenue and i've talked about this before but max bredos during linsanity who said who will stop this guy who'll find the chink in the armor and they go, oh, you said chink you're suspended he was suspended like you're racist against asians he goes, that's not what the term means. Um, <clears throat> and then he threw in, I have an Asian wife. <clears throat> it, it didn't matter if you have an Asian wife or not. I, I knew Max back in his soccer days. He's not, he's a good guy and it had nothing to do with it. But you let the dumb people win. You let the dumb people win because they say, well, that's the word. And so it didn't mean, it doesn't matter if you didn't mean it. The Australian, I always forget his name, the Australian tennis announcer who said Serena Williams was using guerrilla warfare tactics. Oh, you called her a guerrilla, you're fired. Even though Nike had a commercial saying guerrilla war tennis, you let the dumb people win. You called her a gorilla. No, I said guerrilla. <laughs> it, uh, it gets to the point of of just insanity now where you would would fire someone and letting the dumb people win at that point because everyone is so panicked that oh no we're going to seen as someone who coddles a racist or a sexist or anti-semite whatever it is there is um you know there's no doubt that you know you're under the microscope when you're going to say stuff like that we had, you know, an African-American said that Jeremy Lynch is going to give some lucky girl three inches of pain tonight. He kept his job. You know, we had uh, when Gus Johnson said that that running back had running away from the police speed, he kept his job. You know, there's but if you're <laughs> if you're a white guy, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's just you 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 get no free pass this is another thing and i'll just throw this out there and i'm not <clears throat> and by the way i'm not i'm not way to the left or way to the right okay i hate the fringes that won't even talk to the other side i i hate i hate people who think if you're one or the other then you're evil and you can't be spoken to and everything you say is stupid i, I don't think that gets our country anywhere but it is a fact that a hate crime can't be committed on me. If someone took a baseball bat and started beating me saying, you straight white Christian, I hate you. And I would go to the judge and say, I got beat up for being a straight white Christian. The judge would say, yeah, you are. What do you want from me? Like, yeah, but they hate that group. No, you don't, you don't fall in the hate crime category. Okay. Just pointing that out. 
<laughs> so if you beat me up, it'll just be regular beat me up charges. <laughs> you won't have a hate crime. You won't have a, a hate crime thrown into it. But anyway, um, listen, Glenn lasted longer than he probably ever thought he would. I, I worked with Glenn since the 90s in TV. I worked with him a long time. He's a good guy. He's harmless. He made a slip of the tongue, and now he's fired because that's just the way our country is right now. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 
800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, We have a couple of filmmakers with us. First of all, HBO Max today is rebranded. It's just called Max. That's right. Once again, welcome to the streaming platforms and airwaves, Max. Now, on the basis of that, there is a mind-blowing three-part docu-series from the filmmakers behind House of Hammer. It's called How to Create a Sex Scandal. And joining us on the line right now is the director slash EP, Julian P. Hobbs, and also another executive producer, Ellie Hakami, with us. Ladies first, Ellie, tell us a little bit how about this all got off the ground. Uh, so... One of the things that we uh, do at Talos Films, which is the company that Julian and I own, is uh, uh, limited series, limited um, uh, true crime series. And so we're often on the hunt for uh, a narrative that, of course, without manipulation, can carry three hours um, and, you know, have enough uh, just unexpected revelations that can really keep the viewer invested um, for those three hours. So I was uh, going through Texas Monthly. Um, I'm a huge, huge fan of their true crime reporting. And I came across an article called The Girl Who Told the Truth. And it was an article written by Mike Hall. And it basically told the story of a young woman who um, put her parents to jail through her, her family, not her parents, but put her family members uh, to jail through testimonies that she made about a uh, sex ring that was happening at a swingers club in Mineola, Texas. And she was coming forward in this article to basically say that her memories um, may not have been exactly what she thought, and she wanted to clear her family and her parents' name for being accused of this crime. And it just blew me away on several levels. One, because, you know, this young woman had the strength to um, stand up and try to right a wrong, um, and it, it, it dealt with her um, putting her parents, um, accusing her parents and her sister of a really horrific crime, but then coming forward to clear their names. And then secondly, just going back to the, the narrative and, uh, you know, figuring out how can you really keep a viewer invested for three hours. The one thing that um, I noticed was that there was definitely a story that was that to be told where you bring the viewer into what happened into this very small community where there was mass hysteria, people were making accusations against their parents, really horrific accusations, parents were being put to jail. But then after you've gone through that journey and and felt that emotional roller coaster ride, you actually may 
find out that what you believed was true was not. Um, and, and I thought that that was a very gripping, um, just a very gripping way to, uh, you know, put together a limited series about a real life event. Now, it's very interesting. And Julian, when you hear pedophile sex ring, you would, I don't know, I would think big city or, you know, Amsterdam or New York or something. Mineola, it's in between like Dallas and Shreveport, kind of in the middle of nowhere. What's going on here? And that, why, why was it this town? Well, there's two parts to the answer to that. You know, Texas, um, while having um, a religious conservative nature to it, also has a libertarian uh, side to Texas. And so swingers clubs are, in fact, legal. And to some degree, what you have here is the clash between the legal right for a swingers club to exist, the more conservative nature of the community, and then an interloper, a woman who came in and lit a fire so that suddenly it wasn't just a swingers club, swingers are pedophiles. And it's not just that swingers are pedophiles, swingers are pedophiles who come from the wrong side of the tracks. They come from the trailers. So... You have an alchemy of mass hysteria. It's interesting to observe it in, 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 in little Mineola because it was kind of a small town, and so you can unpack all the dynamics of the power players, the media, the local, that caused this eruption of basically a witch hunt, right? But this is human nature. This happened in Salem. This can happen in New York. This can happen anywhere, and it does. So I don't want to point a finger. I do think it takes a village to have a mass hysteria event break out, but that's not unique to East Texas. This can happen any place on the planet. It's part of human nature, a dark part of human nature. So uh, tell me uh, also, Ellie, when, you know, look, children are very impressionable. Um, now, we, you know, when you put them uh, to on trial to give testimony, what have you, um, you know, were they coerced? I mean, I would want to give away the whole documentary, but what was the impetus behind all these lies? Oh, uh, wow. We, we will, uh, <laughs> that is, well, I will say this. Um, I think we, we, there's uh, video uh, evidence that's presented in the film, and uh, it's deconstructed on how the interrogations took place with the children. And uh, the one thing that you will see is that the adults in the room, in this instance, it was um, a Texas Ranger and a woman named Margie Cantrell, weren't necessarily following um, by the book the guidelines of not only how to conduct an interrogation, but how to conduct an interrogation with children. And the thing about children is that, um, especially young children, is I think that they um, want to say and please, um, say, they want to say things that please the adults and the authority in the room. And so uh, we, just, we just deconstruct the video footage in the film, and what you see is that the adults were definitely exerting power over the children in a way that made them say what the adults wanted to say versus what the children knew were the truth. Um, and because they're very young and they're very impressionable. And um, in addition to that, a hunter, um, you know, recounts in the film when he was, you know, when he said what the adults wanted him to say, he would be rewarded. He would be rewarded by getting dinner or being taken out. Um, when Hunter, in, in, in his um, interview, what he told us was that when he didn't say what the adults wanted him to say, he wouldn't get fed and he would be, you know, punished in that way. So that was 
kind of how the coercion was taking place. And we, we probably just want to do just a small, without giving too many uh, uh, spoilers here, that um, when these parents were accused of um, endangerment and sexual acts with children, child abuse in the swingers club, their children were taken away from them by Child Protective Services and placed in the foster care of Margie and John Cantrell. Margie Cantrell then became the lead um, rally cry that these children had been abused uh, in foster. It, it, uh, sorry, let me just revise that quick, quickly so I get the story straight. The, the, the kids were originally removed um, because there were some instances of drug use in the family, and under their care with Margie Cantrell, she put forward that they had been abused at this swingers club. So Margie is central to creating the narrative that the sex, uh, the swingers club was a site of sexual abuse. So she's not only their foster parent, she's not only in the interrogation room, she is the one who's actively pushing this narrative out onto the community. Last and I, why, to answer the question why I think you have to watch the film. Okay. And, and the one yeah. thing I want to just say about, just to interject about Margie, is that you know, she believes that this happened. Yeah, and, and she's I, in the film. Yeah, and, I, and she's in our film. And I, and I do think that that's important to note because I do think that that's what's central to this narrative is that there's, you know, the children have recanted their stories and they firmly believe that this didn't happen. There's um, people that um, are uh, defense lawyers who have, you know, have brought forward evidence that this hasn't, ha that this did not happen. However, there's still people in the community, and I think Margie herself, who believes that it did. And, um, you know, Margie has not been uh, convicted of any crimes to this day. Um, so I think that that's just an important thing to bring forward because we, we really wanted to give a platform to everybody who spoke um, in our film to tell their, their version of what they believe to be true. Uh, well, let the viewers, we didn't want to start the film by telling you this is the conclusion. So... Let people watch it. There's a lot of twists and turns. I think there'll be a lot of uh, emotional shifts that a viewer goes through. And then at the end of the film, they can reach their conclusion. All right, there it is. And we can start in on it now on the newly rebranded Max, formerly HBO Max. It's called How to Create a Sex Scandal. And uh, we've been speaking with the director and executive producer, Julian P. Hobbs and EP Ellie Hakami. Congratulations, you two, on the uh, project, and thanks for stopping by. We appreciate Thank it. Thanks you. for having us. Sure, no doubt about it. And um, yeah, Max, you just maybe people got confused. Is it HBO? Is it HBO Max? Is it Max? Is it Cinemax? It's it's just Max. Um, you know, normally if I see a title like that, I just avoid it because I just figure they're trying to like be ooh sex scandal, and I'm like yeah, whatever. But uh, this is something <clears throat> much deeper, and uh, although the topic is very unsavory, it sounds like uh, pretty uh, gripping stuff. All right, on the other side, we'll have the lovely and talented Julia Landauer, race car driver, podcaster, reality star. Come on back.
my name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Check out CollectibleExchange.com and use code RADIO20 for 20% off between now and Father's Day. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you. That's code RADIO20 at CollectibleExchange.com. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. <laughs> Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
Now happy to be joined by the multi-talented, lovely, and uh, accomplished NASCAR driver, podcaster, motivational speaker. She does a lot of stuff. It's Julia Landauer, and she has a podcast called If I'm Honest. Uh, Julia, welcome to the show. And I've interviewed a lot of uh, NASCAR drivers over the years. I don't think I've ever interviewed one from Manhattan, much less an accomplished female driver from Manhattan. So on the one hand, you think, well, I'd be good at, you know, going uptown to downtown in a yellow cab. <laughs> but where did you get your racing chops? Thanks so much for having me. It's exciting to be here. So, yeah, you know, what's ironic, too, is that I didn't get my driver's license until I was 18 because New York City would be a little older. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I started racing go-karts about two hours outside of the city at Oakland Valley Race Park. It's where Marco Andretti raced. And um, it was – I loved it right away. Loved going fast. Loved working with adults. But, um, yeah, there are not very many of us native New Yorkers who are on the NASCAR circuit. Now, did you get the old, all right, Missy, you had your fun, now it's time to give up auto racing? Did you get any of that old school sexism? That's a great question. I I don't necessarily feel like I had that early on. I also started in formula cars, so I won a Skip Barber championship when I was uh, 14 years old and then did Formula BMW. So I was a little older when I moved to more of the NASCAR-style oval racing. But I honestly, I feel like sometimes it was harder being a New Yorker in the South, if I'm totally honest. But, um, (laughs) no, there there has always been, you know, some level of sexism. I think that's just the nature of being different in any industry. Um, But I've also had really great male allies and have had some really great competitors. So... It could be worse, but it could have been better, too. When you were, like, winning at 13 and 14 and and beating the, the boys, and, of course, you know, you think about puberty and everybody feels awkward, but they also want to prove they're the best. I mean, did you forge some good friendships, or did you have a lot of rivalries born in that time? That's a great question. You know, I think it's super cool to have been, like, this 14-year-old girl going through puberty, dealing with the miseries of middle school. You know, it's not a fun time. And then to totally obliterate these full-grown men on track, it was a huge ego boost. I wouldn't say that I made a lot of friends early on. The next youngest person when I was 14 was, like, 22 years old, I think. So it was very different, you know, stages of our lives. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, racers see racers, talent sees talent, and it's always been really cool to kind of have those really respectful on-track relationships. You know, some of my competitors will definitely race me harder or block me more. Other people have noticed this also. But when you have the competitors who just race you really hard, they only give you like that centimeter of space in between, and then you just you both know that you are working so, so hard, and whoever did it better comes out on top. That's always satisfying. Do you also, you know, unbeknownst to you, you wake up, you're a trailblazer. You're a female from Manhattan. You're going to have a lot of people look up to you, both male and female, but especially a lot of little girls who want to want to do this someday. Did you embrace that role model uh, thing that was sort of thrust upon you? I really did, if I'm honest. From the start, you know, I, I knew that I was just by nature of being able to do a sport that I love and have the support from my parents and other adults. Like, I knew I was lucky and privileged to be in that position, and not everyone was. But I also really believe in the, you know, in the saying, if she can see it, she can be it. And really, if anyone can see it, they can be it. And so since there are just such few examples of women winning in racing and, you know, other industries that are starting to diversify, 
I, I liked being proud of that. I liked, you know, pointing out some of the differences. I liked sharing what I felt like. And that's, you know, part of what I do on the podcast also is just be really raw and honest because I think that's where other people see humanity in, in folks when we tell these honest stories. And, you know, I remember that once Danica Patrick retired, she kind of started talking a little bit about some of the stuff that she experienced. And I felt like oh, it would have been so good to know in the time that you were going through that. And everyone deals with kind of the pressures and, and how they're getting through their day-to-day differently. But I like hearing those stories, and so I also like sharing what my experiences have been. So then we're speaking with Julia Landauer, by the way. So then you find yourself out on the farm. You go to the Harvard of the West. And <laughs> when you think about what you learned as far as marketing yourself, um, how are some of those savvy things you got in Palo Alto do you use to this day? Yeah, well, it's also funny you say Harvard of the West because Harvard did reject me. So that's, uh, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but um, no, I love Stanford. I, I love that. I love the entrepreneurial mindset. You know, so much of what I've done as a racer has been, you know, creating my own brand, finding contracts, you know, contract people to help me do that, you know, um, marketing, sales with sponsorship. Once I started speaking, you know, like pitching myself for speaking. So really embracing that non-traditional entrepreneurial mindset was really special from Stanford and the weather was gorgeous. I became a total weather princess after living there. Even though I'm from New York, I now can't do winter very well. So uh, no, it was a great time there, and it's been really cool to kind of connect with other people who've also graduated from there and, and kind of see what they're doing for inspiration. Now, let's talk about reality TV. You're on Survivor. <laughs> you're in the Philippines. You're scantily clad. You uh, have to uh, be savvy with your alliances. You have friends. You have foes. Maybe that switches at some point. First of all, how did you get on the show, and what did it mean for you? Because you did last for a while there. You left out that I got terribly sunburned. Oh, the sun is real. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I applied just like everyone else and went through the whole process. And and let me tell you, I I will forever be bitter about the show. I'm so grateful I went on. I'm so bitter that it was fans versus favorites. Uh, that's just so inherently unfair. Also, my ego has been a little bruised. I'm pretty sure almost every other player who went to Stanford and played won their season. So the fact that spoiler alert, I did not win my season is a little rough, (laughs) but I I realized like it was the first time I was thrown into a situation where I really couldn't trust anyone. And as a 20 year old, that was really hard. Um, Especially I come from a very supportive and collaborative family and all that stuff. So I had luckily not had to deal with not trusting people before. So that was an adjustment. People were kind of crazy. It's very authentic. It's, so hard the strategy is challenging and as a competitor you know because we were the fan tribe you know we lost all but one challenge and so just the perseverance and we were so close we were so close in so many of them um it was really challenging not only normal physical and mental challenges but just losing that much especially as a very competitive person sure all right now on octagon uh if i'm honest the podcast tell us a little bit more about what's going on here Yeah, so this is newly launched. We're a few episodes in. We have them come out every Wednesday. And basically, I wanted to figure out a way to take my 
entertaining and helpful stories that I tell on stage with keynotes and basically be able to have that content be accessible to more people. So I like to think of it as having a conversation with a friend. It's a 15 to 20 minute episode every week. And I chat about a mix of current events, you know, things I'm thinking about, things I'm journaling about. So like the importance of always asking for what we want or You know, I watched the Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix and I realized like, oh my goodness, I am judging so many people and probably missing out on getting to know people. So it's about, you know, me telling again, very vulnerable, raw stories um, and, and relating it back to everyone with the goal of being able to have every listener take something away from the episode, maybe share it with someone they care about to try to help people live their best lives and tell funny stories along the way. I love looking at your uh, speaking engagements, some of the places that you've gone, um, you know, a lot of big corporations, and then the Alaskan Bureau of Land Management. I mean, (laughs) I love the versatility. It was incredible. I had never been to Alaska. I got to go see a couple of different areas, but another fun one is that there's an asphalt association that brought me in, and so, like, I got to... (laughs) talk about, you know, the general motivational tips, but then I also gave specific examples of which tracks had what kind of surface, whether it was concrete or asphalt, if it was old asphalt, new asphalt, and I got to get kind of nerdy about the track surface in a way that I never thought would have happened professionally. So um, when you're in Forbes 30 under 30, and by the way, I bet you some other survivor uh, winners from the farm didn't get on that list. (laughs) Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. (laughs) But you get on that list... Now you can't choke. You can't say she's flipping burgers. So what what do you have? The podcast is brand new, and I want to get ahead of ourselves here, but what else is down the pike for you? You know, that's a really interesting question, and I wish I had a better, more concrete answer for you. I feel like, you know, I will always love racing, and I'll always love, you know, the competition and the atmosphere and the electricity of the track. It's super challenging. I'm sure, you know, sponsorship is really, really hard. And so I, I really like building. I like creating things. And so that's part of what this podcast is. And and I'm really keeping my options open and trying to figure out what is exciting, what provides value to people, and, um, you know, also dealing with that internally. You talked about the pressure of kind of getting that notoriety. I just recorded an upcoming episode that's going to talk about that because it is, it is an adjustment to kind of go through these different phases of your life. So I'm really excited for what, for the episodes that I have. I'm really proud of the podcast and excited to be, you know, developing some other things that will hopefully come out in the not too distant future. Last question for you. We don't talk about Euro NASCAR a lot, but take me to Valencia a few years ago. You're on the podium. What did that feel like? Oh my goodness, Euro NASCAR. What a what an emotional season. It was during the pandemic. I lived in France with my now husband's family for three months without him, only speaking French. And so to end that whole stint at Valencia with four races and, you know, limited seat time, it's such an iconic track and it was so challenging and I to get on the podium and to find that success finally with all of the obstacles was just it was so exciting. I it was it was definitely a little victory for me. Obviously, would have liked to have taken the top step, but but oh, to finally have things coming together after a tough season of getting back on road courses and learning a whole new type of car, it was it was so special. And the Euro Series, I think, is totally underrated. The drivers are so talented and and they're so clean and respectful. And especially coming from Formula cars, I'm used to having to be cleaner with with passing. And NASCAR is obviously a very contact heavy sport, so. 
it was just incredible. And the European racing culture is a lot of fun to be in. And, uh, yeah, I would go back in a heartbeat. There she is, Julia Landauer. Check out the podcast, if I'm honest. It's on Octagon. Hey, Julia, great stuff. Congratulations, and we'll catch up with you down the road. Thanks so much for having me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock 
at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? <laughs> I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, hour three about to uh, come up. And um, it's been a bad week for birds at Major League Baseball Stadia. We saw last week in Oakland a pitcher warming up before the game killed a bird mid-flight, Randy Johnson style. And then yesterday, Cleveland Guardians rookie Will Brennan issued an apology after his line drive single against the White Sox killed a bird at shortstop. He wrote, <clears throat> I am truly sorry at PETA and bird enthusiasts and unfortunate sacrifice. <laughs> it's funny, not because the bird died. It's not funny. It's funny because sacrifice is double entendre in baseball <laughs> because, you know, you can sacrifice. But the bat, the, the ball left the bat at 100 miles per hour. So the bird had very little chance of getting over it. And the pitcher, by the way, Zach Gallon of the Diamondbacks in Oakland, which was interesting because there was also a Diamondbacks picture and Randy Johnson. But the Randy Johnson thing, if you look that up, when he hit the bird, the bird exploded in feathers. That one was brutal and a million, it was like a perfect cannonball. Brennan, by the way, a 25-year-old rookie, is hitting 210. He'll take every hit uh, he can get, and the Guardians are five games under, and they need every win they can get. So did he have to issue an apology? Of course he did not have to issue an apology. But, yeah, you feel bad. The last thing you would ever think when you hit a ball is it's going to kill a bird. That is literally, <laughs> that's not what you're thinking of. All right, uh, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we have another hour to go, and we'll have Chilean martial arts star Marco Zoror at 1125. Come on back. USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. Productive is the word President Biden used to describe his meeting with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy yesterday. But today, McCarthy's telling Republican colleagues they are nowhere close to agreeing on a budget and debt ceiling deal. 
Speaking to reporters after that closed-door meeting, McCarthy said he still believes there is a deal to be done despite the president's delays. 97 days the president didn't want to meet, so I mean, we're trying to condense everything in a short time frame. The House passed the bill, the Senate never passed one, so now it's more difficult than you, what else do you have to negotiate um, from a lot of different perspectives, but we can still finish in time. In time being June 1st when the Treasury Department believes the U.S. could begin defaulting on its debts. A 19-year-old from suburban St. Louis is, according to the Secret Service, the person who crashed a U-Haul truck into barricades at Lafayette Park across from the White House last night. He's under arrest and will face a long list of federal charges. The Memorial Day weekend's approaching, and it could be one for the record books when it comes to holiday travel. NBC correspondent Maggie Vespa at Chicago's O'Hare Airport says everyone is trying to prepare. Airlines trying to keep their staffing levels high, and in particular, American and Delta just struck new deals, they say, with their pilots. So a lot of that travel chaos that we saw last summer, especially tied to Memorial Day weekend, they say they hope they can avoid that this year, and they say all signs are pointing to a much smoother holiday weekend. Also, the TSA is trying to increase its staffing levels, and it's giving its people raises starting next month. Have we seen the last of LeBron James on a basketball court? In the moments after his Lakers were swept out of the NBA playoffs, he said it's possible. I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. Just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. James has often said he wants to one day play pro ball with his oldest son, Bronny. But that would be at least two years out. Bronny will play this fall for USC. This is USA News. Texting rules you and recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. <sighs> Leaving for the gym so early? I'm ready to go. Since you started taking Nugenics Total Tea, you've been acting like when we met in our 20s. I feel like myself again. Lower testosterone after turning 40 slowed me down. Nugenics Total Tea has been a game changer for me. What is it about Nugenics Total Tea that's different? Well, it's a patented key ingredient called Testofen. It boosts free and total testosterone to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. It's backed by five clinical studies. I I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. I'm so glad I sent them a text for my complimentary bottle. Text PRIDE to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now and we'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat burner ever. Absolutely free. Text PRIDE to 321321. That's PRIDE to 321321. It's still smoke, and it's still in your lungs, but a new study from UCLA finds that smoke from marijuana is not as bad for your lungs as smoke from tobacco. The researchers tracked subjects for four years and now believe that one of the big risks from tobacco, COPD, is not connected with smoking marijuana. A Chicago high school teacher is off the job for now, pending an investigation into a February incident in which a student says the teacher threatened her with a gun right in the classroom. She had, like, her finger on the trigger and pulled it out of her book bag. In school? Yes, in class. Student Emily Lozano's uncle filed the police report. The digital money exchange service Venmo is rolling out a new service aimed at teens, and the experts are telling parents to be careful. I see a lot more potential cases where teens step into a transaction they didn't authorize, and then having to really dispute that is an uphill battle sometimes with banks. That's Jason Meza with the Better Business Bureau. He says the new Venmo account for teens do come with safeguards, but they're only as safe as parents' vigilance. Somebody could be mimicking a real person or a service company, so really watch when you open up these accounts. Meza says that means continuing to pay close attention to every transaction your kid makes. 
The messaging service WhatsApp will be rolling out a new edit feature. You'll be able to change a message as you can with Facebook, but only for 15 minutes after you send it. WhatsApp and Facebook are co-owned by Meta. I'm Rich Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, hey, hey. Ho, ho, ho. That's right. Say it with me. Your ugly face is what? Got to go. Rick Tittle with you. Pro, do we know who the pro wagering guy is? We'll figure it out, or we won't. Chilean martial artist star Marco Zoror will be with us. Um, the kickoff in the NFL might be officially dead. I mean, it just might be officially dead. There's a new rule which just got approved today. You can call a fair catch anywhere inside your own 25, and it's the same as a touchback. Can you believe that? That means you can catch the ball on the two-yard line, and you'll get it at the 25. That's... (laughs) Now, here it is. It's on a one-year basis to see how people like it. But they're trying to cut down on contact on kickoffs. They don't want people running full speed the length of the field to hit somebody. And apparently they were going to vote on this yesterday, but there are a lot of owners that have had a lot of pushback on it. But one of the pushbacks was is that now kicks are going to get squibbed so they can't be fair caught. Squib it all the way down. Why wouldn't you? Right? I don't know. Um, the 2025 draft was announced. That's going to be in Green Bay. I actually don't know where it is next year. Do you? 
I don't know. doesn't matter. Uh, the Bay Area will get Super Bowl 60. They had Super Bowl 50. Now they're going to get Super Bowl 60. That'll be in Santa Clara as well. Just a couple of NFL notes. All right. Um, I am Rick Tittle. This is Titillating Sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Great to have you with us wherever you are listening in this great land of ours. So, so foreign land. Uh, we're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, not Twitch.tv. It's on the Fritz. It's on the Fritz. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, and your cable provider as well. And um, as always, on uh, TuneIn app. Come on back. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com, and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72-33, and and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. 
Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. And we have a open segment. So if you'd like to get in, come on in and get heard at 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Get you in wherever you might happen to be listening. All around the world. All around the world. Coming up next, uh, Marco Zaror. <clears throat> and I was just uh, fashioning a, uh, a tweet uh, for him. Chilean martial artist at Marco Zaror joins me on my show. I had to put in today. That's what I thought. Forgot. Today at 11.25 a.m. That would be next. Rick, are you doing this in real time? I'm doing this in real time. Is it real? It is real, and it is from Israel. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, here's the thing about um, <laughs> social media that is, well, there are a million things that are maddening about social media. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Um, but it's the mob mentality. Now, you might have heard that term and not know where it comes from. Mob mentality is where, like, maybe in the Old West, they'd have, like, a horse thief, and they'd go in front of the crowd of 200 people. What should we do with him? Hang him! Hang him! Hang him! Individually, what should we do with him? Oh, I have no problem with him. What? Uh, it's, I, I don't know. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. No, we want Barabbas. There's just something weird about mob mentality, and that's what the internet is. It's mob mentality to the nth degree because you're super duper duper, super duper anonymous. And <clears throat> when it comes to uh, my old uh, homie, Glenn Kuyper, <clears throat> and we were colleagues. We worked together for many years in TV. We weren't besties, but we certainly got on well. Um, I remember one time, this was 2012, I want to say, and there was an event at the Hyatt with some of the A's, and it was with uh, Sean Doolittle and Ryan, what's his name, the reliever. But anyway... Um, Glenn got up there and he said, cause he and I were co-hosting this event and Glenn said, yeah, I remember in the, you know, 1993 when I was working with Rick, he said, I want to do A's pre and post on the radio. And I said, I want to do the A's play by play. And it was kind of a funny joke that no one laughed at. But anyway, uh, Glenn for a long time did, uh, the giants and he also did the warriors then like the Warriors moved on to Steinmetz and then to Rick Buecher and then to what's her name? Rosie. Is that her name? Uh Roz Gold. Rosalind, thank you. Gold on on Yewu, I think. On Wude. On Wude. On Yewu is uh, a soccer player. My problem. Rick, you're canceled. <laughs> you got the name wrong. Um anyway. 
and then Kareth Burke and, and others. That doesn't matter. But the thing is, I bring it up because under the news that Glenn Kuyper had been fired, I love this little exchange here from two women who put their real names and their real pictures, I suppose, on Twitter. I don't know. But Wendy Wills in Texas, about Glenn Kuyper's mispronunciation of Negro, she said, quote, mispronunciation? Try Freudian slip. And this is a white lady with pink hair. Then an African-American lady named Emily Dawkins said, lady, how on earth would you be qualified to determine that? Now, it has nothing to do with their gender or their um, skin color, ethnicity, what have you. But there is something to be said about the amount of people who love to glom on to a mistake. And I saw that happen with two guys I knew. And I've, I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again briefly. One of them worked at KMBR, and when the um, teenager from the Bay Area, um, I forget her name now, but she won the snowboarding gold in the Olympics. I don't know if you remember that on the top of your head. Uh, she was uh, Asian American. And the guy on the air, he was like the third guy on the show, said, oh, I can't wait till she turns 18 because she is a really good piece of ass or something like that. He got fired and he deserved to get fired. And, but, and like I said, if I said that, I deserve to get fired too. But what happened was people said, Chloe Kim, I think that was her name, Chloe Kim. It just came to me. Anyway, what people said about him online, they said, what a garbage human being. And I know the guy, and he said something stupid. So my, my response was, haven't you ever said something stupid? Does that make you a garbage human being? But like I said, I, he did deserve to get fired. It's a stupid thing to say. Stupid. <laughs> but the thing that I had real issue with was my old buddy Henry Wooford, who I worked with in radio for many years, and he was also a television local news guy, anchor. And when um, P. Diddy, as he was known, was trying to uh, maybe put in a bid to buy an NFL team, they were showing a rap video of him, and Henry tried to make a joke, like I do. He tries to keep things light. Uh, tries to do with a, sh a show with a smile, as I attempt to do every day as well. I fail sometimes. But he said, it looks like P. Diddy had just uh, drank a 40. And oh my gosh, what he got backlash. He got backlash from the NAACP. They said things like dance for master, house N-word, pickaninny. I mean, you can th just, and I know Henry, he's a, a proud black man. He's from Stockton, he's a former boxer, he's accomplished a lot, and he's actually a great guy. He tried to make a joke, but he made a black joke, and he's a black guy, and the black community on Twitter, not everybody, but Twitter rules the day, and so he deleted his Twitter. 
And that time I, I tweeted out like, Henry's a great guy. This is a bunch of BS. Um, I've already said enough about I, Glenn. You know, I, I don't, I, I talk to Glenn maybe a couple times a year when I go into the booth. But Henry deleted his Twitter and the guy before him, I won't say his name because, you know, it's an unsavory story, but he said, whatever you do, never apologize on Twitter. That makes it a thousand times worse. And it's true. I'm sure right now someone's picking apart, you know, like I said, what Glenn had to say. Mispronunciation, try Freudian slip. Why would you say that about somebody? What if you accidentally said something horrific like that? You know, I have accidentally said swear words on this show. Freudian slip. No, I messed up. <laughs> I've messed up and I've accidentally, and you know what you try to do? You try to just move on. You don't point them out like Glenn tried to do uh, as well. So I, I just think it's hilarious that some lady in Texas with pink hair is saying that deep down Glenn Kuyper is a racist. And then someone else says, how in the world would you know that? Because I'm on Twitter? Yeah, that's it. All right, Marco Zador. He's coming up next right here on Byline. Who's Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a brand new movie called Fist of the Condor, an action-packed homage to classic martial arts film. It is debuting today on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD from Well Go USA. And it is our pleasure to uh, bring in the star of that movie, Marco Zaror from Chile. Marco, welcome to the program. Tell us a little bit how you went from martial arts to movie star. <laughs> hi, hi. Thank you for the invite. Uh, yeah, well, it's been a wild ride, man. It's, you know, since I'm, I was a kid, uh, I remember getting inspired by Bruce Lee. Uh, and it just happened. Being from Chile, it was impossible to even dream about that but life took me in a wild journey i end up in mexico and then i you know did some acting in in like for soap operas in televisa uh, and i've been all my life doing martial arts since i was a kid and then just you know suddenly i'm doing like some stunts and kicking double i my first big job was doubling the rock on the movie the rundown uh, and that was like my kind of door into the hollywood scenario and to learn how to do action and and martial arts in a movie so then i went back to chile and i started doing my own like films and stuff and yeah that's kind of that's how it was you know you know i um i'm a big soccer fan and when i think of chile and people will point now to like arturo vidal or alexis sanchez but that 1998 world cup team when you had Marcelo Salas and Ivan Zamorano up front, was that your favorite ever Chile team? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, very, you know, I'm close friends with them, like with Zamorano, with Marcelo. You know, very cool people. And, of course, man, that was a dream. The golden era of, uh, of soccer in Chile was awesome, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm not really a soccer fan, but... I went to see them play a couple times, so yeah, they were. I know them. 
And now I know you're not in Santiago. You live in L.A. because I can hear the sirens. No, I'm in Miami, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, because I know a lot of people talk about, like, they want to be vegans and uh, vegetarians. You, you go carnivore. Does that mean you eat nothing but meat? I, I go through phases, but yes. Uh, I, I Look, I was vegan. I was vegetarian. Because of my martial arts training, I've been my whole life studying nutrition and human performance and you know, it's been very, very wild ride, man. You know, I've tried it. I've tried it all, and I and I can see my recovery. I can see everything because I measure my blood sugars. I measure my sleep. I measure everything to be, make sure I'm in my best performance. Because for people to understand, my movies, for me, it's like my Olympic Games, right? So every movie, I, I approach it as a very, very high-intensity, you know, competition, uh, especially in movies that I do independently because, you know, they rely on the physical ability. Like the Fist of the, Fist of the Condor is one example. You know, you see the fighting there and they're very, very intense. So everything is to be in tune. So that's why I've been trying different diets through my whole journey and get my conclusions. Like, for example, I've done stages where I'm like street carnivore you know, and but then if I want to lower my fat uh, percentage in my body and I'm very lean to get ready for shooting, I add fruit and I add some carbs. Why? Because that helps my hormones, you know, to stay, to be able to go to sleep, you know. And and, and for me, at least, I find it easier to lower my, my calorie intake, adding some carbs than just stay on a street carnivore. It's easier to to get there, but then to maintain it and perform, for me, it's a little harder on a strict carnivore. You know, so I do, but I do carnivore, and I just add some fruits and, and, and some carbs, uh, very, very specific moments, you know. If you do become the next rock, would you be, would you call yourself La Nueva Piedra? Ah, uh, la, la Nueva Piedra. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, Rock is not, he's cool, man. He's he's an amazing guy, you know. I remember working with him, doubling for the rundown. You know, he's he was the best, man. I'm so happy with all his success, man. He's a cool guy. Well, what's... Oh, hopefully, eventually, I can fight him in a, in a movie now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I love about this movie, if you think about going back to the ancient people of South America, the Incan Empire falling to the conquistadors and the ancient martial arts of, you know, in the 16th century with the Incans. Uh, I love the plot behind this movie. Tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, well, the movie, basically this movie, it, it happened in quarantine when we thought that it was going to be the end of the world. Mm -hmm. So I was there in Chile trapped because I went to see my family and suddenly COVID hit and I was not able to leave the country. Mm. The U.S. I in that but by by then I was living in L.A. So everything was closed down, and I'm like, look, I I just gotta, you know, just stay here. And I stayed in Chile, in at a beach house of a on a town, like isolated town. By by then, you know, because of quarantine and all that. And man, it was just from the the need of expressing myself as a martial artist and thinking, man, if this is my is this gonna be the end, my last movie. This is the way. This is what I gotta give. I gotta. I gotta do something to say thanks to 
everything that inspired me, all my, all my, my, like the people that I follow, my inspirations, the genre, like how, you know, I am as a martial artist, as a Latino guy, being influenced by the, by all these uh, great movies and this culture. So we decided to create this movie as an honor for the genre, as a lo- as a love letter to the genre, you know. And that's how Fist of the Condor came about, you know. So we got to come up with a, with the, our own style, like, the you know, the Condor style that is our national, like, animal is in our flag, you know. And then uh, with our with our music, with our colors, with our actors, you know, it's so it's like our version of a kung fu movie, of a classic kung fu movie, you know. And 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 we just did it without knowing what was going to happen, you know. We you know it was I was there training, and suddenly with this beautiful scenario, sunsets, uh, sunrises, and I'm like, look, we got to do something. This is too beautiful. I we have to do this, even if it's the last thing we do, you know. And that's how the mm-hmm. yeah no that's that's uh it's it's poignant um one more question for you about Chile and the conquistadors because you know as I mentioned Santiago it's a Spanish word everyone in South America speaks Spanish but yet when you think about the Native American heritage there it's so strong in the culture and I even think soccer I mean the best team I can think of is Colo Colo who's Mapuche how yeah. much how much do you as a as a Chilean, mix in the the Spanish heritage, but also with the recognition of the native people. Well, actually, yeah, that the you know the whole myth of the movie is like the fist of the condors, what they developed to defend themselves. Because remember, Mapuches was the only one that they were not conquered by the by the conquistadors. Mm-hmm. They're the you know they were the only ones that they didn't surrender. So there was a whole like real piece of story that we can mix with this fantasy and creating this book and having this this myth going around and it's pretty cool and 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 yeah you know it's like there's a lot of stories uh, that you know, there's a lot of of the story that we took and we mixed with reality and fantasy to create this kind of world because remember like you know we we got influences from asia like when you see a martial arts movie from asia you you understand it's part of their culture you see the temples you don't need to justify much you know they got the story they got it in their story in our culture it's not we just have a lot of martial artists but they all do different styles from different places around the world so it's like what part of our story we can grab to kind of create this this world and this fantasy and this movie, you know, to to express what we want to express as as two guys, filmmakers, me and Ernesto wanted to kind of show our love to the genre, you know. There it is. It's called Fist of the Condor. It is out today on digital Blu-ray and DVD. We've been speaking to the star of the movie, Marco Saror. Marco, congratulations on the film and uh, thanks for coming by. We appreciate it. Thank you, man. Really appreciate it, man. No doubt. Yeah, Colo Colo, he was uh, an Indian chief or a, uh, how they call it, cacique of the Mapuche. Whenever I think of Colo Colo, I, it reminds me of Lapu Lapu, another guy with two four-letter words with a hyphen in the middle. Lapu Lapu was the um, Filipino uh, chief that uh, uh, killed Magellan. And remember, Magellan, he could have 
just gotten his clothes and turned around and came back. But no, he had to try to convert everybody, and then he attacked everybody. So if you study the history of it, Lapu Lapu, they were, he was just defending uh, his people at the time. So on the other side, let's talk more about Colo Colo and Lapu Lapu. What's that? Oh, no, we're going to go to a comedian, Johnny Mitchell, Cap Cities, Austin. He's coming up next right here on Sports Violent. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. 
It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. Rick Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. That and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show stand-up comedian Johnny Mitchell. He's going to be at Cap Cities in uh, Austin tomorrow at uh, 8 o'clock. Make sure to get your uh, tickets at capcitycomedy.com. Johnny, welcome to the show. And I know that you're a, um, you got that YouTube crime series, The Connect. Tell us a little bit more about that and, and how it's really kind of uh, pushed you along in your career there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, basically we just glorify drug dealing and crime, and we uh, <laughs> teach people how to do it. <laughs> yeah, so, so we're doing a lot of good things for the community. So usually these, these crime things are what not to do, but you're finding it the other way. Well, we tell you what not to do in order to get away with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I have... we, we do a lot of that, and then we also like interview. But we've kind of moved away from that now just because we, uh, you know, YouTube doesn't like it when you uh, glorify crime and, you know, basically teach people how to uh, smuggle drugs. So we've moved on to, like, interviewing uh, former drug dealers and uh criminals and we have some cops on there even so you know if you got some republican listeners hey we love the blue we back the blue (laughs) when i um think about uh, crime nowadays i sort of think there's no way you'll ever get away of anything not just from forensic files but from just there's a camera everywhere and we're all equipped with cameras and then there's those ring things and closed circuits i mean there's nothing you can do now Unless maybe you're in the middle of the Alaskan woods. Right, right. Yeah, I, 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 it's a shame, too, because we used to have so many great serial killers. And, and I think, like, the, the heyday of the serial killer is, is gone. I don't think you'll ever get another uh, Ted Bundy, you know? Well, now states share. I mean, Ted Bundy would commit crimes in California and Oregon and go to Florida, and they never heard of him because they wouldn't share all the reports. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. So... Yeah, I think it's weird, but, you know, I read a statistic the other day that, uh, that uh, actually they used to clear more homicide investigations back in the 1960s than they do now. Wow. Which is wild. Wow. Yeah, and I, and if we believe that, I don't know, you guys can Google it. Man, I could just be spewing misinformation on your show, but this was like, uh, they, they said it's because more cops are, are searching for, you know, drugs than they are murders. So who knows? Who knows? I think most of the murders happen now in, like, really small, like, 